Over the last few days, I've been kind of reflecting on some of the the biggest moments in my life in the last year. So just kind of like my favorite moments of, let's say, 2018 and the ones that had the biggest impact on me. And the one that I really kind of settled on is probably my favorite moment of 2018 came on a pretty difficult day for myself and for my family. And I remember the specific day was another feast day of our Blessed Mother. It was the feast day of Our Lady of Sorrows, September the 15th. And that was the day that I had the sad and important responsibility of celebrating the funeral mass for my grandpa, John W. Eckert. And it was one of those days, obviously, just a really difficult thing to do, you know, to be there and celebrate that Mass with my family for my grandfather and made it through, you know, the whole Mass well, basically until incensing the casket at the end and praying that beautiful prayer of final commendation. And by the time I got to that beautiful prayer and was about to process out of the church, I couldn't really hold back the floodgates of emotion anymore. And before I was even a few steps, you know, into the procession out, I was already crying pretty solidly. And I got out, you know, of the church into the narthex area. And the first people out behind me, as I kind of stood off in the corner, you know, just sort of being a little bit emotional, um, were the six pallbearers. Now, Two of the pallbearers were my brothers. The other four were my cousins. And the oldest of all of us cousins, I'm the second oldest, the oldest one, Keith, came over. You know, obviously, see, I was pretty broke up after having just celebrated the funeral for our grandpa. And he came over, kind of patted me on the shoulder, and he said, you know why grandpa asked me to be a pallbearer, right? And I said, no, why? And he said, one more chance to let him down. And... I think that was my favorite moment of 2018. And the reason I say that is because, obviously, that's in the midst of an incredibly difficult thing to do and just all that surrounded it. You may remember 2015 was when we had the hurricane, right? And so I couldn't fly to Decatur, Illinois. I drove because I wanted to make sure that I could actually get back. Lord knows what's coming in a hurricane. And I got to stop in Cincinnati on the way up and see our buddy, our seminarian, Darren, and stay at the seminary for a night. And then I got into town and saw all my family just in time for the visitation. And, you know, all of these things just coming together and the beautiful support of everybody at the parish was so good and just overwhelming. And then just in, you know, like I said, and that overflow of emotion for Keith to say that at that moment, it was just amazing. And the thing is, you know, as we look at a gospel like this one that we know so well, but, you know, thinking about the way that our Lord entered into all of this with us. A gospel like this reminds us in such a beautiful way that we're in an incarnational church, that God really and truly became one of us. And as you see, you know, this beautiful scene of Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. I mean, you get to come over and see our beautiful nativity scene. But there's something you may notice about most nativity scenes They don't come with like a scratch and sniff option. Have you ever noticed that? But at the same time, if you think about it, if you were to literally go there with the shepherds, Lord knows what they just walked through on the way there, right? You know, the smells, the 
aspect of them being essentially outside. I mean, they're in a cave. But all of these things going on, and yet, that's where our Lord is. Enters into all of this with us. And you notice these beautiful words about our Blessed Mother. And the only other time we hear them about her in the Gospel of Luke, we just heard on Sunday after the finding of Jesus in the temple. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. And that's the thing. Our Lord, in the midst of all of this with us, the ups and the downs, the glories, the joys, the sufferings, the sadness, the luminous parts, all of these aspects together, you notice Mary reflects on them. She holds on to them in her heart. God decided all of this was good and wanted to be in the midst of all of it with us. And Mary shows us how to reflect on these things, holding them in our hearts. And as I said, I mean, as you reflect on things from the past year, to be able to be with her, to reflect on all of these events in our lives is an important thing to stop and do all the time. You notice we have that great, wonderful gift from our Lord, from Our Lady of the Rosary. I mean, think about all of those beautiful mysteries of the life of Christ, his joys, the luminous mysteries in in the midst of his public ministry, the glorious mysteries of him rising from the dead, and of course, all of the sufferings as well. And all of us in the midst of our day-to-day lives are going through similar things all the times, the sufferings, the joys, the glories, the luminous parts. And I would tell you, an important thing to do is to always stay close to Mary, the mother of God, to help, to ask her for the help to reflect on all of these things that are coming at us all the time. And I'll tell you, just as a little bit of a plug, you know, every first Saturday is a wonderful opportunity to do just that. And in those beautiful apparitions at Fatima, our Lord and Our Lady revealed to Sister Lucia they wanted us to spend, you know, at least the first five first Saturdays to step aside to do four different things. One, to go to confession. And that can be done on 20 days, either side of the first Saturday, to receive Holy Communion, to pray the rosary. And this is the beautiful one, to spend 15 minutes meditating on the mysteries of the rosary, keeping our Blessed Mother company. And we do that now every first Saturday right here at Sacred Heart. We've been doing it for about a year and a half now. And I'll tell you, it's changed my life to be able to step aside in that way, to bring, you know, sort of like the ball of knots so often that is day-to-day life, and to hand that over to our Blessed Mother, understanding it, letting her unravel those knots in the presence of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, making sense of the mysteries of our own life in reference to the mysteries of Christ's. And there's a beautiful prayer that I get to pray as we meditate for those 15 minutes on the mysteries of the rosary, and it's this. O Blessed Mother, what does the Scripture say? O Blessed Mother, what does the Scripture say to us personally? And there's the thing. Our lives matter. Jesus Christ entered in to be in the midst of all of this with us and gave us his Blessed Mother to teach us how to hold on to these things reflecting on them in our hearts. As we embark on another new year, you know, who knows what's coming? Just like a year ago right now, we didn't know what was going to happen in 2018. And yet, in the midst of the ups and the downs, the joys, the glorious parts, the luminous, nevertheless, our Lord remains in all of it with us. 
stay close to him with the help of our Blessed Mother, his Blessed Mother, every day. Reflecting on all these different things that happen. Reflecting on them in your heart with the help of our Lord who loves us so much and his Blessed Mother. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.